Thank you for joining me on the road. I'm Kai. And today we have our special hey. guest, uh, Jasmine. She is a hey, she's a content creator with a fantastic, dynamic, hilarious attitude. I'm happy to have her on my first episode of my second season. And we're gonna talk hello, about some hello. stuff. Well, Jasmine, all, go ahead and introduce yourself. On your second season. I think that is awesome. So shout out to you for that. <laughs> Thank you. So awesome going to, so I am an <laughs> aspiring film director and producer. I don't talk enough about that. Like nobody actually even knows that I got a whole ass master's degree in entertainment business because I cut up on social media. Yeah, she's what? educated too. Okay. But yes. Um, but so that's what I want to do. I'm currently not working in that, but that is okay. But I'm a content creator. I do a lot with um fashion film anything that's beauty i'm a libra so you know how we get down and <laughs> and like i said before okay, i'm a aspiring okay. film director and producer i have a, a film company that i've been working with for a while it's called 104 entertainment and uh hopefully in the next year because you know due to the current pandemic and prior to that my procrastination you know a couple of projects got pushed back so but uh, as of right now, like, um, I do a lot of hosting events. I have a show with Raheem Brazil called The Platform Speaks. And um, we're going to get that back up okay, and running okay. in, a, the next week, uh, in the next week or so. But, um, yeah, I have done podcasting before. I had another show before, but we ain't going to get into that because, you know, some stuff went down there too. But... If anybody's interested, they can find me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at the handle Jasmine Flowers, and that's at J-A-S-M-Y-N-E-F-L-O-W-E-R-S. And yes, that is my birth name. It is not an entertainment name. And no, it is not a porn star name because I get that too. <laughs> I'm a government. <laughs> I don't think that's the I don't sound, I don't sound very porn to me, but you know what? If you, right. but, if you, but if you have a Stormy Daniels out there, then I guess. People can be so rude. I had that a couple times. Someone told me that it was a porn star name. I was like, would you stop? <laughs> right. It's the name of royalty. Ask <laughs> Disney. Here you are turning into something different. <laughs> it is. Because Jasmine is actually and, a flower. So. Yeah, and that's why I was like, no, I pretty like jasmine is a flower flowers is my last name jasmine is my first now my first name is spelled a little bit differently from jasmine but it's the y instead of the i but i was like it's a pretty name it's a lot of jasmines but i like it thank you i love it <laughs> <laughs> all right so okay. we're gonna go ahead and jump into these topics oh kanye west and his need for attention. So his latest grasp was that he wanted to run for president. And he said that mm-hmm. on the 4th. And then that Monday, he actually, uh, actually registered to vote. And registered to vote. And now he says he really didn't want it. But he'll take yes. some of the black votes if possible. How do you feel? Okay, I so- mean, this... I think first we got to talk about um, I was actually talking to my sister about this uh, like a few weeks ago and I was like why is it that mm-hmm. we went so hard on counseling Chrisette Michelle but we keep Kanye West around like Kanye West has been up 
the ass of Trump. Like he is a Trump supporter. He has, or at least was in the past, but he vacillates between, you know, being a Trump supporter and then wanting to be on his own different. Like he's even now mm-hmm. talking about he's trying to start his own party with this or whatever. So it's just to me, you know, the correlation I'm trying to make with like Chris and Michelle is how much we were willing to throw her away. The girl went up there with a goddamn basket dress and was trying to show how much the support or at least some type of um, blackness with singing. And she made the wrong move. She addressed it. But you can't even find uh, Chrisette Michelle's album for one cent in the, in the, the, for super, super sale uh, being at Walmart. Right. Like people Not a straw penny. Totally push her to the side. And here we are with Kanye West, who people consider a genius or whatever else, whatever people say, but they are constantly going back and forth while he is consistently showing us his ass. And I just feel like, when are we going to start telling Kanye West to sit down and take care of his mental health and wellness? Because I think a lot of this comes from the fact that he has already talked about how he has He's bipolar, how he has other mental health issues. And he's talked about before how he does not take his medication. So I'm just trying to figure out why we are taking political right. cues or anything else from somebody who is not mentally well. Exactly. And emotionally damaged. I understand that he's probably still dealing with losing his mother and all these other things. That's, that's okay. We all suffer through loss. You know, so and you you have to at some point, mm-hmm. and I don't want to ever tell somebody like that, uh, that they have to exactly because that's Suck just, it up. that's a shitty thing to say to somebody because the for me the grieving process has no expiration date. You can be grieving for twenty years. That's okay, you right. know. But but you do have to learn how right. to move forward even in your grief, and that's okay too. But life does go on. But you every decision that you make, or good or bad, cannot be because of you know, this happened or that happened or whatever. And you cannot sit up here and keep doing people this way. I just really want folks, I don't want to cancel Kanye, but I do want him to go to timeout. I really do. I want him to go to timeout or I just want him to go on a little, an air quotes, vacation. And I mean a psychiatric vacation. He he needs that type of timeout. (laughs) Bellevue or Arkham Asylum. I don't care which one. Because I just know. I mean, but not nothing though. <laughs> I think that Kim has shown that she has more stability than Kanye. So I mean, I wouldn't mind Kanye being the first husband, probably, as long as he shut the hell up. Maybe he can be, I don't know, the administrator of music. I don't know. What? First of all, I ain't gonna I ain't gonna lie. I don't think I think the whole Kardashian clan <laughs> is the most toxic sure. family as possible. Like like who who ever existed? <laughs> like like who, like who lets their husband go out there and do the craziest things and say the craziest things? She just said, "I'm, I'm just supporting him." And I said, "Ma'am, he's like three steps from eating exactly. your youngest child. Like, I need yes. you to, I need you to do something." And it's like, also with that being said, um, like who is she? I mean, like can, we can't have a trail of first ladies who, um, Listen, who would have seen I, you know all their I, business. I feel that too. Like, I, I think that after. <laughs> Seeing full frontal nudity of what's the name, Melania? Right, Melania Trump. Melania. It's just kind of yeah. like, well, you know, the next one, I want her to have a whole ass porno. Oh, well, there you go with Kim. Like, come on, let's. Man, well, there are no standards right. anymore for right. uh, the president or the first lady. So, I mean, I'm just I, right. 
Yeah. Famous off black dick. <laughs> I mean, like yeah. constantly. Right. From Reggie Bush I mean, to Chris Humphreys to Kanye. And then she and then she has a and then she came play the morality card because she was getting divorced from Chris Humphreys when she well, found damn. out she was I mean, pregnant from Kanye. That's why I all all morals and everything else has been look at Trump. Trump is a three time, what is he? Three time married. He got all these baby mamas. He got all these yeah. children outside of wedlock. He has done some of the most horrific things to people in his past with, with the things that he's done to black people, with the things that he's done to women, and they still vote yeah. your man. I'm at the point now. Right, and the, and the worst thing, and the most pressing concern he had when he got into the office, like, okay, hey, can you hide <laughs> the fact that I like being peed on? And I'm like, first of all, that may make you even more human, but that's just Weird. That's your exactly. first concern. You don't want nobody to find that out. Like, like what the evangelicals like, don't take a first thing that you're concerned. Like, what? Wow. <laughs> yeah, right. Double standards. Wow. But getting back to yeah, yeah, double standards. Getting back to Kanye. Kanye does need to be counseled. Kanye needs to be. I'm sorry, right. counseled and counseled. Like we need to stop listening to him, and we need to actually like, hey, you need to get this checked out, this checked out, this checked out right here, and then come back to us when you sane and whole again. And like we also need to look at uh, Kim Kardashian because like what type of per- what what type of wife lets their spouse go yeah, out there and just be and I just the fool. I know that there's a, only a certain amount that you can do to like you can't make anybody do anything right. Like I fully I fully lead with that. Like people will only right. do what they want to do when they want to do it. However, for me, right. and I don't know what their home life is, but I wouldn't be willing to put my children through that. I guess manic or that whatever he's going through because I just feel like kids mm-hmm. need to have balance and whatever that balance looks like, like they don't need somebody all over the place and even what he's doing on the outside like oh yes I stand for this I like you know Trump uh, not Trump but Bush doesn't care about black people he was so into black people right and then now he you don't he care, about care about black people, black people. He's <laughs> calling slavery a choice and he said some other ridiculous things or you know being mad that somebody didn't take him seriously in fashion and going off on sway or whatever he's done and coming back crying acting a fool like he has been he has been so up and down I'm like as a parent I would be concerned about my children being raised around that type of energy now like I said before I don't know what type of parent he is I'm not around him to see how he parents I'm not one of his kids but if he's anything with his children that he shows to the rest of the world I would be I am concerned I for damn sure no, I don't want nothing like that running this country. Man, that man is insane. Right. Right. He, look, he I'm not sure. Okay. He's like that cousin. <laughs> you know that one cousin that never really grew up. That's either in the attic or the basement. Right. They don't have a room on the main floor like everybody they else. About chained to the bed. <laughs> and you don't know, you don't know they exist until they come down to get a plate later in the party. Take it up to them because they like, hell no, nah, they can't even come down here. And if they happen. Right, they happen to get out there. You like, how the hell they chew out of this one this time? Why do so many chains in grandma's basement? Don't ask any questions. Just drop the plate. Where is that? Come on. Right before he run quickly. (laughs) Run quickly. Right, right, right. He smells fear. (laughs) Right, like that's what Kanye is, and it's just like he needs. and I don't want anybody to think we're laughing at his mental health and wellness issues because I do believe in 
getting help and that it's not as easy for black people and black men and you know it's a whole culture around being so macho and being so strong that you don't need no help but it's okay to actually get help and i'm not i'm not saying take medication i'm not a uh, uh, i'm not a doctor i can't prescribe anybody anything but i know that you have to take care of your mental and i just want him to sit down and not be able to tell people anything you know i just i really want that i really want him to shut the hell up forever yeah, me too. At all. Like I said, he's not a genius. He's a regular old rapper. And not nothing he has ever created was like, oh my god, it's not like snappy and stuff like that. It's nothing. He's not. He's not a Patti LaBelle. He's not Aretha Franklin. He's not a Dion Warwick. I know I said Dion Warwick, but Dion Warwick did, when yeah. I wrote a lot of songs for a lot of people. So he's none of those. Like he is not. You know, it's nothing that we're gonna be singing thirty years from now. <laughs> And look, what power? And then, like, even when we, even when we in our nursing home, we're like, oh, what was the name of that song? Uh, uh, you know, that song that had power. The name power. Yeah. Like, what's that song called? Power. You mean? Yeah, that's how we gonna be. And so, like, there's nothing he has created that has been really instrumental to the music industry. Not like Lauren Hill, who's still surviving off. I know. You know, right? a song 25 yeah. years old. A song that has True. its own graduate. She got degree. some issues though too, but yeah. <laughs> He definitely is right there with him. They in the same damn. They got checked in at the same time. I'm all right hanging out with Lauren Hill. I'm all well, right. Well, I mean, that's if she show up on time. You Lauren might be Hill. hanging out by yourself for a minute until her energies connect and she decides when she's gonna come there and be your friend. Her chakra spot. Like your chakra. I thought she. I thought she practiced an African like African. Mm-hmm. Talking about chakra. Okay, you know what? We she said her chakra. Is that my business? I said. To- <laughs> A concert when you right. supposed to be there that I paid you for it? Okay. Okay. Twenty five minutes into the concert. Okay, she only did twenty five minutes of concert in at that moment. Like, really? She showed like eight hours late. You call that scamming? Because that's what you did to all people. You scammed them out of some money, girl. You got to be Nigerian. <laughs> you need to knock it off. <laughs> okay, so we're going. We're going to get to oh. a somber topic. Oh, Daniel Cameron, uh, who is the AG <sighs> of Kentucky, or um, Attorney uh, Attorney General of Kentucky. Yeah. Um, and he's around our age. And his handling of the Breonna Taylor shooting. <sighs> so I, I'll start this off. He only felt the need to address it after uh, Beyonce and her, uh, uh, after Beyonce said something and her and, uh her mother, Tina Knowles, called him a coon. And so I feel that like he was looking for some some little bit of spotlight. And the way he addressed it was like, I'm not going to push the issue. I said, like, this woman was shot over 105 days ago. Well, how long does it take an investigation show that exactly. they entered the wrong home? And then also with that being said, you had a whole engagement party where there was you were the only black person there, which is also very problematic. So that's uh, also very problematic when I looked at things. And then you also the protégés oh. to Mitch McConnell because they say like Mitch McConnell is grooming three people, and he's one of the three people to become uh, to take over his uh, his uh, seat. You as know, this goes back to the old African proverb: "All our skin folk ain't our kin folk." <laughs> And I just think that I we have vote. to right. remember mm-hmm. that when we are looking at and voting for black people, 
we cannot, we have to be informed about the type of people that we are bringing into these positions <laughs> because sometimes black people are agents <laughs> of white supremacy. And he is, Daniel exactly. Cameron is an agent of white supremacy. Breonna Taylor was murdered by the police in her sleep. She, in her they sleep. say, well, y'all got to stop committing crime. What kind of crime you committing in your sleep? Unless you sleepwalking and murdering people, which she was not doing. She was laying down sleeping. Right. And when you hear her mother talk about the facts of the case and that Brianna and her boyfriend were sleeping and that this no-knock warrant was executed on an apartment, on Brianna's apartment, and the man that they were looking for was sitting in jail. Sitting in jail. So they were wrong. Literally from the mm-hmm. dome. Exactly. From the get-go. From the get-go. Go from the yeah. They were wrong from the damn door. You know, if they had done their due diligence as police officers, as people who have taken an oath to serve and protect this community, they would have been like, hold on. We got somebody matching that name in the system. And, oh, we already picked him up. Boom. Then she would still be alive. This is neglect. This is murder. This is their inability to perform their job. And then to add insult to injury, when her boyfriend shot back at the police, who he didn't know was the police, they, until people started marching, they tried to book him. Well, no, not try. They did book him on, on assault of a police officer and tried to, and attempted murder of a police officer. Like, it's really, right. and this man wants to go out here and say, we're going to have a, thir-. Daniel Cameron said, we will have a thorough investigation into the cause of Breonna Taylor's death. That was March. It is July. How long? I want to know. How long does it take for an investigation of murder to happen? It, um, from my understanding, it depends on how much mm-hmm. evidence is there and what had transpired. And so what was happening is like, they're wrong. They're wrong. But what they're trying to do is they try to figure out who to blame it on within the department. Because my father was a police officer. He always told me, say, like, if something ever just went wrong and it, it's going to take a long time for the figure out because they're going to try, try to uh, point fingers within the department. So they, right now, what they're trying to do is point fingers. But every finger they pointed at is somebody with alabaster skin. Got it. And so it's right. And so, like, right now, they're like, oh, no, because you do that and they're going to start marching and they'll get angry. Like, no. No, we're marching because exactly. you're not doing anything about it. As soon as you actually find the right person who messed up, which is easy to find, almost everybody who from the from the shooter all the way up to the uh, to the exactly. lead officer who gave the command, all the way up to the person who planned all the thing. Y'all. Every all of y'all, every last one need of to y'all. Be in jail. y'all killed an innocent person, and right. if anybody else did that. They would be in jail. Right. And so what we're doing with Daniel Cameron is like, oh, he got some novelty. He's 35 years old. Mm-hmm. Lord. I said, like, first of all, you're too young to right. be anybody state aging. Uh, like, you are way too young. Like, I've, like, that's like, I, I don't know. I, like, I hate to say it. That's like me going to the doctor and I meet somebody, a doctor who's tw- uh, 25 years old. I'm like, oh, can I? You got somebody with a little more gray hair, I, right. you know, bags on the eyes, right? 
can I just I, I want them. Not I am not saying you can't do but, a good job. But that's why I said he's an agent of white but, supremacy. Yeah. He was put into a position so people right. black people would shit the hell up Token. about not seeing somebody black. But he's also a Republican, I'm sure, with conservative mm-hmm. values, who will stick up for these white people mm-hmm. and what they believe. So he's not really trying to exactly. do anything for a black ass Breonna Taylor. He's trying to appease his white folk. That's what he's trying to do. And he said by Beyonce writing a letter and, and demanding justice and her mother, he said that is not going to change a thing. He does not care. Just like a lot of other people who don't care about right. black women. Right. Or black people. Right. Well, and that's a whole other thing. Like, why did the black community rise up for uh, Breonna Taylor? Like, we didn't rise up right. for a lot of these black women that have been shot and disrespected. Like, we don't do that for some strange reason. And we really got to look within it's ourselves the, because there is a division. The whole, and yeah. like protecting a whole nother, it's a whole nother kind of uh, respect. It's like that guy um, it's like, oh my god, we rose up for the guy, the bird watcher until yeah. he decided that, oh, I'm not pressing charges because I think she's been handled enough. Like, first of all, no, she has not. She has not been. She's only been um, tried by the court of public opinion, but not by exactly. the actual court of law. And so um, like he's wrong on that part, but we was going up for him so hard, but we didn't go up for Rihanna Taylor. We didn't go up. Um, I forget her name, and I do for I do apologize. Um, what's her name? Um, well, like Sandra Bland. Uh, yeah. Sandra Bland. Yeah, like, we didn't go up for because Sandra they're Bland. black women and don't nobody give a damn. No one cares. Damn right. It's all. It's it's, it's like what they said in Color Purple. It's definitely like what they said. The black woman exactly. was the lowest person because on the totem pole. And I, and I got this from Moya Bailey who coined the term uh, massage noir. Mm-hmm. At the intersection of racism and sexism are black women with this unique experience where we don't mm-hmm. have to just deal with racism with you know white, white men and women and others trying to tell us that we're no good or we don't belong here or there's no space for us. We also deal with sexism from Men, and a lot of times it's from black men too, who tell us that there's a hierarchy mm-hmm. in liberation and we have to wait for them to get certain rights before we can get right. And it's like, no. And if you speak out and say, well, wait a minute, like we're hurting too, then all of a sudden you're a man hater. Like I was actually, I was actually on a post right. yesterday uh, where this, this really dumbass man. Uh, posted up a video about uh, it was this black woman who couldn't even pronounce words correctly and she was talking about the Black Lives Matter movement and she was saying that it is a movement started by lesbians who hate men and that there are, it's no way a, a black straight man could be a leader in the Black Lives Matter movement. She was like it's on the website on the website right above well she skipped over it literally said they were started because of Trayvon Martin, a heterosexual black teenage boy. And then the next action of advocacy was for Mike Brown, another black cisgender heterosexual man who they advocated for. And I was like, what are y'all talking about? But it was, you know, the people who came for me the most, it was black men on that post. They went from everything from, you know, you don't want black people to have, you don't want black families to win. This dude told me that I was the same type of black woman who would say that black men don't like me and that no black men don't want me. And I was like, how did this become a conversation about my desirability with black men? Like, I'm just trying to figure out, 
I'm giving you guys facts. But this is, like, I'm saying, this is just a long way of me saying, like, a lot of times Black men disrespect us. I don't want to say a lot more, but just as much as other people. So we have a very unique experience as women. And in real life, people just don't give a damn about Black women. They don't care about our hurt and our pain because they look at us as being so strong. And when something is strong, you can bend it, you can mold it because you see it as impenetrable. It's some fuck shit. And you're right about that because at a certain point, there's something called mm. inner strength. Right. There's something called outer strength. Everybody has, you know, everybody has that, you know, that outer strength that, you know, that face they have to show or, you know, I can push right. through kind of situation. But Absolutely. everybody's inner strength is different. And just because you think all black women on the strong, are strong on the outside, well, black women are strong on the outside and the inside from what they have going through. But just people's inner strength does wane. And it does, and it does, you know, and you always um, saying that it's there or taking it for uh, granted. Like, no, don't take, don't take, don't take somebody's spiritual inner strength for granted because you just don't know what they're going through. What someone is going through or what they have to endure that they just make it through the day. You know what I'm saying? So, black women get called all these evil, horrible names. Like, we mad all the time. We angry and all these other things. And it's like, if you see a sister who's not going, not not having a good day, maybe stop and think, well, what in the hell happened to her today to make, and, and then maybe you right. could provide some sense of, well, I don't want to mess up her day. It seems like she's already had a bad day. You know, let me just, maybe I can just open the door for her. And even if she right. it does present a nasty attitude right. towards me, I'm going to keep my attitude the same and not just be like, well, that's all black women. That's how they act. No. Honestly, truthfully, a lot of us are mad for a, a good ass reason. Exactly. Everybody's human. Everybody right. get angry. Like we don't wake up angry most times. Right. We don't go to sleep angry. Like, like something that triggers Absolutely. us. It's a trigger. And like being black and or being uh, and or being it's a, a woman. There's a lot, that's of, a triggers. lot of triggers there. It's so much. It's just like, oh my God. How <laughs> if, if you make it through as a as a black woman from the womb to the tomb, girl, you did it. <laughs> you know. <laughs> okay, she was 81 years. Her. <laughs> Lord knows they tried to kill her. She only Right, right. Look, she only and cut we three people. for that one because <laughs> they deserved it. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> Okay. It was what <laughs> a bad day, and they forget why running people over <laughs> our sidewalks. Be like, come on! <laughs> like they're not even. And it's like, how? Why he run? Because it did happen. It's like, why he run over? <laughs> oh, he just didn't know how to drive. He's, he always hit a curve. Like, dude, like, we what? know he know how to drive, and he <laughs> deliberately went up on that curve to kill that person. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> we saw him. He swerved that wheel right. in his way. <laughs> right. Right. So, so. And he That's kept going. Funny. When he knew he hit somebody, he kept going. He drove home and ate dinner. Psychopath. Right. The police only came, the police only came by right. the cell for what he said, did. Then they walked on their way. Your lights, <laughs> right. Exactly. I know a you great body shot. Right like, you know. And you know, by the way, you can take my police car if you like to. So you have something to drive. Can't have right. you're not driving. Like, what? 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. They say you didn't have contact. Right. Don't wear them ever again. <laughs> oh, right. Don't worry about school those zone. Forget kids. that. Hashtag fuck the kids, especially if it's a black school zone. <laughs> right. Uh, speaking of the children, so your favorite person told threatened all the states that they better start school on time or else. And maybe all the kids got to show up. <sighs> it's sitting next to each other. And you know, it's kids like nasty. Even like from, right, even from from, from preschool all the way up to that first kids year. Are, college, I mean, hell, adults are too. They they just didn't learn. That's all nasty. Yeah. Right. Or they can hide that nasty quite well. Nobody oh, knows he dug oh, up his nose when he shook your hand. Like, but That's true. I'm just saying. But yeah, but it's like it's like uh kids like they always gonna sneeze, they always coughing. You have to get yes. them and be a mask. You know, that five year old gonna be in a mask. You uh, one 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 teacher controlling thirty five year olds in the classroom say, put your mask on, put your mask on, put your mask on. It's That's gonna be just a big old clusterfuck. Like whenever when we were at work and I was because I'm currently working from home, but every probably like mm-hmm. when school was out probably like around every uh sep- early, late August early September a bunch of people would be out for my job because their kids would be back in school and their kids had gotten sick from some other child at school and so now the kids uh, the parents are sick mm-hmm. too and out with their sick ass kids and I just used to be like filthy little children like I'm just let me tell you something oh. I was a teacher Somehow I caught the flu and pink eye and had a, I had a whole bunch of stuff that was just like how did I can come this contagious like oh you're a school teacher I said yeah so how many kids were out this week Jesus. I said well like ten of my kids were out and there you go and I said I said I caught all that oh at my God. damn time and like that and it was, I was sitting up there just shivering <laughs> I went eye closed and swollen can't hardly talk. And they're looking at me like, you go, do you want to go to the hospital? You think you can go home? I think <laughs> right. I can drive myself. I, I don't think so. <laughs> we need to take you to the hospital. In fact, let's just call up the ambulance and have them come pick you up. That is. <laughs> they they, they gave me a funeral home pamphlet before I left. And then <laughs> a funeral home pamphlet. And they said, this is Willie Watkins. You may want to look into him. <laughs> That's how bad I looked. They said, oh. Listen, it is like that is like you know exactly. Everybody get involved by them. They do a good job. He wants to do this is because he knows that parents are frustrated about you know trying to figure out what is going to happen Mm -hmm. when these kids have to go back to school because we already had a few months of like the homeschooling things and parents are like, I need to work. This was cute for a little bit being home with my kids, but then I realized how much I don't like them, and people are like, listen, but it's still not mm-hmm. safe, and no, but like with the number of people that have been dying and people who have been sick from COVID, we already know mm-hmm. that if children are in school with a bunch of other kids, they are going, all these motherfucking babies are going to end up with COVID, and who wants to see a bunch of dead children mm-hmm. running up, well, I thought I said running around here, but that literally doesn't happen unless you see dead people, but you know, no, but the point is, right. nobody wants to have massive burial of these children because of COVID. Children, right? Nobody. Who wants to see a child on a ventilator? That is nobody. Like, um, again, 
This is coming from a guy who don't even like his own children. Like, okay, like he don't like his first son. Call his first son um, the R word. Right. Call his second son the same thing. Right. Called his daughter sexy, but he, you know, that's all another thing. Told his, uh, told the, told his second wife that she probably needs to go ahead and have an abortion because he don't right. like the sure second did. daughter. And then he got the uh, the last wife pregnant, and he ignores that child. Like you just like you, you I can feel like you know, like oh, dad said he went. Uh, your dad called and said hello. Oh exactly. my god, that's the first time in six months I heard from him. That's how I feel that like that household goes. Like Melania's really yeah, the only Barry one don't there. Even, for Barry. I don't even know what was going on. He, yeah, this isn't gonna like this is not gonna work. And I know that they tried to like scale back and say, well, no, that's actually, because when they were uh, when they were threatening to take away funding, then they tried to come back and say, well, that's not really what we meant. We were just saying we would give money to the parents if their school system decided not to open up the schools. So we were saying it differently. I was like, that was totally different from what you first said. They always do that, though. They always try to right. moonwalk out of things. It's this administration is trash. Right. It's trash. I mean, like, well, we I just mean, gotta they, get Biden in. That's all we gotta do. We 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 gotta get him a a, a VP pick that everybody can like. And we, yeah. We gotta get him in. We gotta get him in because that's this is our only option. We cannot be voting no libertarian. I know. Or I'm Green not, Party this time. Yeah. Because even they, even that, okay, this quick say, wait, Libertarian and Green Party, their actions are so illogical to me because the first thing you need to do is take over local offices and then move to a national platform. You just don't right. go to a national, I'm going to run for president. Like, no, that does not give your party face. What gives your party face is you taking over city council first, right? And then you move it to take over um, the state senate or the state house. And then you move to take, uh, become a mayor or you move to become a governor. But what you don't do, you don't try exactly. to become president. So, yeah, it's. I'm, I have to be honest. Like, I've been sitting here really thinking about, like, you know, Joe Biden. And I'm at the point where I don't I don't even consider myself a Democrat anymore. I don't I definitely don't agree with uh, Republican values either. But it is just, it's something, I'm just like, mm-hmm. what, what can be done? Because Biden, honestly, to me, seems like he just does not give a fuck about black people. It's almost like, he's like, he to me, he's kind of saying He's, he's saying all the right things. I mean, the only thing we can do is get him in and then try to but, see if we can put pressure on him to do right. Well, the thing about it is, like, I be I do believe that uh, we get get him in. Like, he's only doing this, right? They're only pushing for him to get him in, so they can take the veep mm. and replace him. Because that's a there's for a reason why it's taking so the, long. Uh, vice president, right? Right, because they already see it on the, the writings on the walls. Like Biden, Biden, I'm not saying Biden he's, is weak, but Biden's weak. spirit yes. is not. Right, he's not there with it right now. He is. He's still mourning his child, and so with that being said, like he, what he's trying to do is like he's trying to save the country the best way he can with his uh, presence. But then he's gonna. Then once he gets it, like I believe that he's probably gonna take a step back because he knows in his spirit, like you know what? Mm-mm. Right. I, I just did it to save right. the country away from this buffoon who 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 himself is, needs to step down because oh. 
everything's coming out about him during the summer. Like, we finally got, we're going to get his taxes. Yeah. Ain't no telling when we're going to get the taxes, but now we're going to get his taxes that we should have had years ago. So we can prove that, you know, he paid off Stormy Daniels using campaign money. Then we can prove that he screwed over people, upon people, upon people, upon people, and that he has filed bankruptcy in the recent years. So, yes, I'm talking about not Joe, I'm talking right, about Trump. not Joe Biden, I'm talking about Donald Trump has done all of this. And so, with that being said, like, look at look at your options. Right. Look at who's more viable. And see, this is how you know people <laughs> fail science in school. When they don't know the work, viable. They're like, what's that? Like, why I'm going to pick somebody right. with a 1% chance to win? Or why I'm going to pick the person who who's a 95% chance to fuck me up with chemical burns? <laughs> That's Donald Trump. Right. I'm just saying, like, give me more chemical burns <laughs> than a relax. And then I remember those. <laughs> oh, I, I see those behind oh my, my sister's ear. She's like, this is what man. I always hurt. over there with the hair laid, looking like a white girl and your scalp on fire. <laughs> and then it scalp up and like a week or so. Like, dang, it don't even look cute anymore. <laughs> I remember my mom used to put that Vaseline all around the head and the ears. And you be sitting over there like, how I still get burnt with all this Vaseline? <laughs> <laughs> just keep going get a pimples and everything black oh, ass that was so funny <laughs> but uh <laughs> but or you could choose joe joe something like a uh, chemical mm, like joe Biden, yeah. which is pretty much just water seltzer water <laughs> that's about to go flat as soon as you open it <laughs> which is as soon as you open okay. you go ahead you go ahead, you go ahead oh, this week. all the fizz went out <laughs> it's joe Biden. <laughs> all the fizz is gone <laughs> It's Joe Biden, but then we had to get his uh, running mate like, oh, that's <laughs> right. something, it's burn my some type of line. flavor. It's like, okay, just go hit hard. <laughs> right, I'm, I'm here for okay. it. Come on, oh, Red God. Rock. Everybody talks about that Red Rock. I have never had it, and I think I would keep going the rest of my life without it because I hear stories. No, no, Red Rock is really good. You need to have a Chinese food, but. <laughs> But Joe Biden, we just need to get this chemical burn president. Yeah, he is. He, he is, is a chemical burn. He burns my. He be. Uh, he's that one burn on top of my scalp after a good relax, even though I'm bald. That's so funny. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> he is. He, he's a chemical burn. He's agitated. This like he's so. Like, who do you think he, he will be act. like the running mate though? Okay, so there is mm-hmm. um, Representative Bass. Um, she was a black activist in California. Um, well, she still is a black ad- black activist. Um, she has been in Congress for I think okay. close to fifteen years. So she knows Washington quite well. She's an older black woman. Um, so she does have that factor. Um, or you have Val Demings, who's been in Washington for almost four years, and okay. uh, again, black woman. Um, she before that she was the DA, or uh, I think of, uh, of Orlando. I can't really remember, but she was a DA of a city in Florida. Um, she had she was a police okay. officer for, for a long time. Um, or it would right. be Kamala Harris, who we all know. And but I'm not really touch. I'm not really seeing Kamala Harris, or it could be Elizabeth Warren, who should have been right. She should have our nominee. 
right? Because she was she was gonna save us all. But you know what? Again, when you get a whole bunch, you get, when you get black people, black black men don't trust uh, women. Right. White men don't and trust that's... women. And women, and white women don't yeah. trust and I've, women. Like I have a friend, a good friend of mine, actually said that one of her um, ex church members literally said that she wouldn't vote. Well, this mm-hmm. was when um, what is her name? Uh, what is Hillary? It? Yeah, Hillary. That's right. When Hillary, Hillary? She said she would not vote for one, she was like because women aren't supposed to lead. You know that. Like that was literally her entire reasoning. I don't know exactly. what type of Kojic mess exactly. that is, but that's just it all the time. Huh? That was her only reasoning for not voting for a woman was because women are not supposed to lead. So I was like, so Trump is a leader? But she was like, as long as they essentially, as long as they have a dick, she gonna vote for him. Not forget their policies. As long as they right. are born a man, she's gonna vote for him. And I was like, but I'm, I'm pretty sure you Trump's know, penis is as say, big as a clit. I've, I've um, seen a few porns with women who have bigger clits than Trump's dick. So, you know, but shout out to right, whoever thought right. he was a man. <laughs> for real, for real. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is a big, burly baby. So, right. we don't call it a, a boy. Um, <laughs> I think that looks like a dingling. I guess. I don't know what that is. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. We'll take it to surgery. We'll make it work. <laughs> <laughs> come on, okay. come on, nineteen forty <laughs> surgeries. Um, <laughs> um, next subject beyond his penis, um, which is easy to go beyond. Um, Fifty Cent uh... and his toxic masculinity. When he said he don't like black women because they have too much attitude and anger, and then he said he loves his women exotic. I said, what's more exotic than you a black know? Woman? Black women come in all shades, all temperaments, all you know, all different kinds of cultures and and yep. just customs. Like you have Caribbean women, you have African women, you have and African women come in their own cultures, Britain, Ghanaian, Nigerian, uh, South African, all different kinds of cultures. And then you have black women in South America. Again, break it up by culture and region. What's more exactly, and you, exotic and you have black women that. who were born here in America who are different. Some women born from lower socioeconomic standing, some women born middle class, some some upper class women who went to college, women who didn't go to college, women who are into art and science. Some women are into science or math or like black women are not monolithic. Black women are all over, but right, what it has been the norm, like I was talking about before, for not only white people to disrespect us. But yeah. also black men and black women too mm-hmm. to disrespect black women. Like it was a study that was done that said that black women are black women and Asian men are the least desirable on social dating networks, and it's because of the how mm-hmm. we are perceived as Asians are Asian men are perceived as saying, mm-hmm. having small dicks, not being fun and all that stuff, and black women are perceived as being too much or not willing to uh, help out or essentially attitude and all you know having having the worst right exactly you want to be the top of the house no but the thing like you you won't let a man lead all of these things it's just it's really exactly exactly you look at the movie yeah with uh it was beautiful it was beautifully done 
They took. I did a. Uh, I did a podcast on this last season about how the Lovebirds actually synced. Um, have pro- proved Hollywood oh, that, wrong. Yeah. That that you have this dark skinned, beautiful black woman with a lot of education and promise in her character, with an artistic, free spirited Asian man right. who has, has some insecurities. Together, rebuilding their relationship and actually looking like they could they, actually be they're together. in love, right? They could actually be together, right? And so, with that being said, it's like what Fifty Cent said was so stupid because there is a there's women out black women come in so much diversity within them, intellect, looks, everything. Why? Why did he have to say it? His mother's yeah. black. His he has a black daughter. Who um I thought I thought he only had sons. Fifty Cent. Well, hold on, let me check. I, I may be I wrong. He, I may I be wrong. I think he only has. I think he has two. Uh, yeah. I think he only has sons. Two. You right. You he only got boys. Right. He only got two boys. Exactly. But they and have one mothers. of them has a black mama that he can't stand, and the other one has an Asian mother. That he dotes on and does all this stuff for, or whatever, probably because she's silent, but we're gonna leave it there. I don't wanna say nothing about that because you know, whatever. Oh. But I'm just, you know, it's, it's, I think this is the way I look at it now is that there are so many black men who have disregarded black women that I'm in a position now where I'm like, mm-hmm. I have learned honestly to vet black men before I pledge my allegiance or my alliance or even. My advocacy for all black men. I'm not doing it anymore because there have been so many who just turned their back on me. Mm-hmm. However, um, mm-hmm. I forgot where I was going with that, honestly, because I, I, I think I kind of started getting my feelings. Because, <laughs> you know, it's not a position that I want to take. It's a, it's a position that I feel like I had to take because of all of the nastiness that comes out of a lot of black men. Even in the dating space, I feel it. You know, I'm, I mean, I'm bisexual, but I, and I date black men and black women. And I, sometimes I just feel like, am I wasting my mm-hmm. time? You know, am I just like, should I just open myself up to dating other people, other ethnic groups? Because I'm so sick of this narrative about black women being difficult, being hard to deal with. But here's my thing about it, when it comes to 50 Cent. We have got to start showing people how we feel about the things that they say. I don't want to see a bunch of black women being upset today, but y'all still going by his music. You still going and when his concerts open up, you go still going fuck with his concerts. Y'all still liking his Instagram pages. Whenever mm. he has whatever going on, y'all still participate in that. Y'all love power. Shut him down. If you really feel a way about it, shut him down. And black men that love black women, y'all stand behind black women and shut his ass down too. These people cannot survive if we if we were to stop uh, giving them the money or participating in whatever fuck shit they have going on. If we stop all of that, then they would not survive and they would change what they have. Or at least, even if they had to change it for surface reasons, they would still like go back on what they said. But he doubled down, and he's just like, I said what I said. They exotic. I like looking at these other women. It's something different from what you normally see. I'm like, you know, I, I can't even. I don't want to spend my energy being mad at him. I'm just going to redirect that energy to not fucking with anything that he does. I'm not going to 
listen to any of his music. I'm not going to sit up here and buy his albums. And, you know, if I hear something on the radio, I might bop it. But that's as far as it goes. I'm, I'm not going to watch Power. I'm not going to buy anything that he has his, his alcohol. Absolutely not. I'm not going to sit up here and give money to somebody who does not like me. Right. And the funny thing about it is, like, when he, you look at him, and you think like he, he all he that's all it. he is is a huge ass troll, and that's all he that's all he's good for. It's like he trolled uh, that producer, that black female producer. Hint, hint. Like that should have been the first uh, the first thing we know is like we we trolled her because uh, they filmed him getting uh, penis. The actual, no, his um, yeah. And yeah, they 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 showed that. Yeah, and he I guess he got insecure or something. <laughs> Real insecure, and we were like, like, dude, you didn't have to do that scene. But you could just say no. You, you the one who took out your pants in front of the <laughs> camera. Like, what are you upset with her for? Because she showed it. You obviously knew what was happening. Like, why? But yeah, he trolled her because he has. I mean, listen, a man who. Could tell his own the world that he does not love his own son. Like I was, I was just like he—he's very toxic, mm-hmm. and he is one of the. I mean, I, but here's my thing. I really, yeah. His he said he don't son, love his son. Um, I, didn't know I can't about remember that. his oldest son's name. They have like a very turbulent relationship. But he said that he doesn't love him anymore, and he doesn't—he doesn't care about his son. None of that. And he was pretty much like trolling his baby his baby mama the mama of his oldest son and was like I can't wait till I, I can I don't have to make these child support payments anymore and he was like he doesn't do anything for his oldest son I'm like how can you be a parent and you don't care about your kid even if your kid is acting out it's still gotta be because of you it's your leadership as a parent you're supposed to be parenting this kid if he doesn't like you it's clearly something that you mm-hmm. did most boys they even if their moms are trash, and we know that there are some women who try to go around and and spoil the way kids think about their parents. But eventually, a child will come around and, and want to see their parent for themselves. But neither one of y'all get up. They've been trolling each other, really. Like I just don't see. I don't see how this can be even. Um. I I just don't see how he could be a thing. He has not come out with new music. He has not uh, said anything positive for the black community. He has not set a standard of any kind for us to follow. And being like, you know, even though I'm I'm not a parent, and even though I'm not a parent, I was a teacher. And I will say that... uh, it's really, it really is the parent how it really it is, is the parent how how things go. It's like you, as as the parent, like as you said before, it's the parent who dictates how things go. So there's no telling how messed up this boy is, or how strong he exactly. is. We don't know how strong this boy is because we like because he we don't like because if he comes out of this, go to college, do everything he needs to do, becomes uh, self sufficient. Because you got to realize when he turned eighteen. He's gonna have to be self sufficient because exactly. he's dealing with, you know, the ultimate asshole. The guy who like he he rather uh harass um some black female celebrity online exactly. than pay yeah, his child support. Do that. Or five exactly. And so I'm just like, you know, it's just I mean, it's just it's ridiculous and it's 
hard to look at another black man now like i said imagine if this is a black woman or black women consistently dragging black men then people will be all over like we can even go back to the beginning of the, of this podcast where we were talking where i talked about chrisette michelle and how for a minor offense mm-hmm. black women are tossed to the side and yet here 50 cent is and kanye but here's 50 i mean kanye is you know he done advocated his responsibilities of black people because you know he ain't even trying to make no cheering with black women so you know we, we already see that but here's 50 cent over here um mm-hmm. really trying to say that exotic women are better non-black women are better than black women and, and saying what has been echoed by so many other people to bring black women down meanwhile whenever something goes wrong we at the front of the lines for liberation we are up here supporting uh black people black families when black men are down we are the very first ones to pick them up trying to help out giving aid all of these things and as soon as a black man some black man can they turn their backs on us so you know, it's the one when I see exactly. a black woman, <laughs> and of course I make this up in my mind. But when I see a black woman with a non-black man, I see a woman that tried, <laughs> and I'm just like, sister, I know you tried, <laughs> and I know it didn't work out. Because you know, you just be like, yeah, you, you're like, they you gave it all you could. Anyway. <laughs> so you did, right, you gave it all you could, girl, and I see why you with that Middle Eastern man. <laughs> like, see, you know, girl, I, I mean, if you're going to cry, you may as well cry. Come on, you better than Jake, exactly. Jacob. Fuck I, I get it, girl. I know you, you with a man who wears, you know, a button-down short sleeve shirts and dockers. And, and, and you ain't about to deal with no throwback jerseys anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I get it, girl. Like, but you know I don't want to leave this without saying shout out to the black men that actually love black women straight black men and gay black men who love black women and support black women and are up here being the system and the advocates that we need too because we need that as well with black men who are pushing back on this ignorance I salute all of those black men and those are the ones that I really want to pay attention to so shout out to all the gay and straight uh, black men who are rooting for us, mm. right? And you know, again, I, I echo your thoughts and your feelings. I say because there is plenty of us out there exactly. who love our sister, our mahogany sisters, who support our mahogany sisters, who give all that we can for them and support. Um, it just at this point, we have to learn that. We we us us divided like this is not going to work, and even if you don't marry uh, a black woman or you don't marry a black man, um, love your people still. Yes. Don't be love a Daniel Cameron. Still, I think that's a word. Like, and you know, I I started to put up a post today talking about how people, uh, you know, you can you can be in an interracial relationship. But it kind of, I do think that in some ways you do abdicate your criticism, your ability to criticize black men and black women once you decide not to make a black family. So I don't want to hear any harsh criticism. That's but true. I do think that you can offer solutions for, mobile, for upward mobility for black people. But I don't want to hear no criticism from none of y'all swirlings, okay? Because if you're down with the swirl, 
Right. It's, it's like somebody with a, it's somebody it's, without a wallet talking about broke yeah, exactly. people. Exactly. It's not talking. <laughs> like how can what are you even talking about? Like no, we don't want to hear that. And and two, I think that a lot of these black men who and black women, let's mm-hmm. look because I want to keep it equal. Who say that they don't mess with black people? I think you need to look at your own behavior too. Because I think your own behavior is really uh, is is giving you the results that you're getting from this group of people that you say you don't right. like. Because a lot of people right. like to go around here and act like they're angels, but a lot of y'all have some negative attitudes mm-hmm. around here pushing off these negative attitudes on people. Or here's another point: a lot of y'all, like a lot of black men, treat black women like shit, and a lot of black women treat black men like shit. But y'all get y'all mm-hmm. act together real quick. When y'all going out here talking to non black people, mm-hmm. you know, I had a homegirl who, <laughs> I, let's just say she forgets that I remember that she met her man on a interracial dating site. She loves to say, you know, I wasn't looking for him. I was like, girl, you was on a website looking for a white man. <laughs> and she also, <laughs> in her entire wedding party, she was the only black person. <laughs> Even she had siblings, and none of her siblings were flower or uh, bridesmaids or were groomsmen. So I remember she said something once about black men, and I said, I'm gonna have to stop you there. <laughs> Sis, you can no longer talk like that about black men. Exactly. Because you are sleeping. With white balls every night, so leave it alone. <laughs> no, ma'am. And I was like, I don't want to hear that from you. I'm just, I said, I don't have no problem with interracial relationships, but girl, I got a problem with what you're saying because you right. were seeking whiteness. I said, so right. girl, shut the hell up. <laughs> you, you, you filter for demelination <laughs> in your dating app. <laughs> you wanted your kids to have issues with whether they should circle black or white. On any right. damn paperwork, <laughs> just because you wanted some hazel eyes, exactly in your bloodline. <laughs> I was like, "That's what you wanted, sis." So you know, just you need to shut the hell up forever, too. <laughs> I was like, "I'm not gonna let you drag black men in front of me, especially when you don't want one." So, girl, shut your ass up. But you know what? I will say one thing about black people: it's like even we don't like each other on a fundamental level, not on a you know topical level when we just don't like each other's spirit but when we get around white people any other race we will unite exactly we sure will okay we sure will we'll be like we in a boardroom everybody know we hate each other from cubicle to cubicle exactly we in a boardroom you attack one of us we go in exactly because i'm not gonna let you talk about my family like that right because we will sit there we'll sit there like this like okay that could be me tomorrow exactly i'm not gonna let you talk about daquan like that i know he don't be doing his job but you know, and I don't like him either, but you're not about to sit up here and be like, girl, you know how black men are. What? What did you say? Excuse me? Like, no, Karen, Excuse- how are Excuse- black men? <laughs> no, come on, tell me, Ted. Right. Come on. Come on, Ted. Come on, how Dan. How you feel about it, Ted? You- come on, Dan. You're so right. old, Dan. Tell me. No, tell me how black men are, Dan. Sharon. Right. Sharon. Sharon, you had it on your heart. Angela. <laughs> Come on, right. <laughs> Linda in HR. Come on. Gwendolyn. <laughs> Bar, bruh. <laughs> right. Freaking You're so brave. Victoria. 
what? Okay. <laughs> and you two married. Right. You two. All of y'all. <laughs> All of y'all. So switching topics into maybe a little bit lighter, uh, but it does connect into uh, toxic, uh, toxicity mm. or a toxic attitude to our black women. Tiffany Haddish and her big chop. Child. <sighs> you can't even cut your hat as a black woman without being accused of going insane. It, because you can't on purpose as a black woman want to be bald-headed. <laughs> Right. You girl, you got she, hair. What's wrong with you? I'm still trying to figure out, like, what did she do wrong? I'm trying to figure out why this was even a trending topic. You know, like, most black people, well, we've had this evolution with our hair. Well, I mean, it's always been a thing, but especially mm-hmm. now with women not no longer being a part of the just for me. Or you don't perm world, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I like my hair bouncing. Exactly. Silky smooth. Like what we were talking about earlier, the chemical burn. Have a whole Donald Trump in the middle of your head. Exactly. You trying to <laughs> well, women like, actually, I prefer not to have scalps on my scalp, you know. Right. <laughs> and I also heard like with women who have perms, like there is this women who consistently get perms. It was this woman who had an autopsy, and they said it was a green uh film. That was underneath her scalp from all mm-hmm. of the years where she had gotten perms, and it is. I think they said that poor was, Beyonce. You said you said what? <laughs> poor Beyonce. <laughs> Damn Beyonce. <laughs> but yeah, but it's so toxic for us. Like perms is just not where it's at. So we've had all of these. You know, now everybody's entering into the natural world, and there are girls who are you know figuring out their hair with. Are you natural? Mm-hmm. You're gonna do texturizing. You're gonna cut it. It's gonna be long. Are you gonna wear a wig? We what do you braids? Whatever we want to do with our hair. And the woman is like, mm-hmm. well, you know, I'm sick of it. I just want to. Like she explained, she's seen every piece of her body except for her scalp. She said she wanted to see her scalp. What is wrong? So a woman can't even have autonomy over her own. A black woman can't even have autonomy over her own body without people questioning her mental status. Right. Like and you. You're right about that because at the end of the day, like she's just doing something that you know most black women do right. anyway. And like my sisters did it. Like I remember my sisters with, were the just for me uh, generation. Yeah. And right, it, like shoot, they did the big chop. It looked a whole. It looked a hot holy hell mess. <laughs> they was just trying. To but, it out. <laughs> they they, were, they grew it out a little, and then they cut off the tip. Like you know, yes, they did that whole thing. Right, it's like a bird flew up in there and just yes. said, like, you know what? <laughs> Fuck any attempt of you combing this. But, but it was like, but once it actually, the fro actually grew in and they were styling it and they were doing different things with yeah. it and like sometimes they had a different color to it. It was great. And then they, then they said, oh, you know what I could also do with this? I could tie things around it. I can, you know, they could accessorize it. Exactly. Other than what you do with relaxed hair, because if you don't get your hair relaxed in two weeks, you look a whole. You look jacked up. You look, yeah, yeah, right. All, like you gonna you gonna be looking like oh she didn't get it. But with natural hair, women can walk outside and nobody will know the difference with that beautiful fro. Exactly. Curls and tangles and whatever. Absolutely. You know, hair that defies gravity. Like right. it's not supposed to just stand there. It's not just supposed to raise up to the sun like flowers. You know, like but our hair does right. that, and that's fine. So it's it's just like, why is this even a thing? Like, she can't even do whatever she wants to with her hair. And she didn't have to be going through something to cut her hair. She probably just looked at her hair and was just, like she said, 
She looked at it and said, I've never seen my scalp. I want to see it. She said, I know every mole on my body. I don't know what my scalp looks like. I want to see it. Mm-hmm. And I had that idea too. Like a while ago, I actually thought about shaving off all my hair. And it's not something that I've abandoned. I'm like, mm-hmm. I still want to do it actually. So, you mm-hmm. know, I'm like, because I'm all. You know, I support you because, you know, when you do your makeup and your hair and whatever style you're doing, like you be doing that up. Like, I'll be giving you. You remember I called you the electric guy yeah. for a whole week? <laughs> Because you had like the pink and the yellow, I was like, you would fly. I was like, okay, I see you. I just like I love all types of. I look at everything as being beautiful, and I just I think anything that you want to do to your body is an expression of yourself, and it's art, and Mm -hmm. it's it's you. And I think people should be allowed to do that without people coming for them and questioning them and all that other stuff. And I'm like, I probably still one day will cut off all my hair and just be like, I just want to start over. Like I just want to start all over. And just see what I look like with a bald ass head. Like we should, everybody should be a part of the, the Tiffany Sanaa and whoever other black woman cut off all their hair because it's your hair to cut off, girl. And you do what right. you want to with it. Forget what other people have to say. Exactly, and like you know, I was just this is not made by black men, but it comes a time in life when a black man, um, where things start disappearing. What thing? Well, for me, at the center of my head, right here, a bald spot started developing. Oh, it started gotcha. to spread. Then my hairline started going back, where only my eyebrows, if I raised my eyebrows, that'd be my only hairline I would have. But it started it started receding. All of this started disappearing. I said, like, it's, uh, I had to stand in front of that mirror. I said, I will. At the time, I didn't have a job, so it actually worked out for me when I did it. I said, like, you know what? I took my clippers and went to town. Damn. And then I took then I took my uh my razor, cleaned it all up, and I became bald. Well, that's what's up. I really wish you would tell Daniel Cameron that because if a man don't take his hairline seriously, then can we have you seen his hairline? Man, it looked troubled. It looked like he it, it, it looked like he tried to uh from the heat of the night <laughs> and then it went wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I looked at that and I said, oh my God. So I wish you would just, along with writing a letter to for him to do something about Breonna Taylor, I think you should send another email that says, would you also do something about your hairline? When are we going to bring that to justice? Because damn. Right. Because <laughs> every time your barber decides to clip it, we need to prosecute. <laughs> <laughs> to the fullest extent of the law. Because yeah. I'm looking at his hairline, I'm like, oh my God. This is a like, mess. Like how, like how, like how's your hairline doing the upside down? You, exactly. but you know what? Exactly, what is happening? But that's what happens when you don't get you a black goddess who can tell you you need to cut that shit off. <laughs> right, I said, I, you know what? And I love Esther Rowe. Don't take no, no, <laughs> don't take it wrong from me. I love her to death, but she had a better hairline. She did, didn't she? She did. She had a better hairline than him. She had, like, yeah, she had on to all of it. I mean, the top, the edges, the kitchens. She held on to all of it forever. What's that little black boy that played Brandy's brother um, in that show? Something Weaver. Um, it wasn't Jason Weaver, was it? Jason Weaver had a horrible hairline. But guess what? <laughs> guess what he did? Somebody black told him. Probably went like, you got to fix this for the next episode. <laughs> People. Oh, you my know, God. It's, it's only when you hang around black people that you know 
something jacked exactly. up. Exactly. We got to fix this because not. We got to fix it now. But you know what? I don't like Daniel Cameron enough to even tell him. I think like, continue yeah. on with that. Let him let's see. Let's see what happens with that old heat of the night, poor imitation hairline. Exactly. Let him just keep going with that. We just gonna laugh at him the whole time and still remind him you need to prosecute the police officers who killed Breonna Taylor. Yeah, and I love the little memes they come up to. Guess what I did today? <laughs> I love that. We need to prosecute Breonna Taylor. <laughs> I mean, I prosecute. We need to prosecute the police officers who killed uh, Breonna Taylor. And then all the uh, how about this? Like you know, I woke up this morning and thought about prosecuting the uh, the cops that killed Breonna Taylor. Exactly. Or, um, I fixed my dinner. And then I wrote a letter about the pro- uh, prosecutor who shot Breonna Taylor. I was like, I love those memes yeah, because it, it's like because it's just remind is um, reminding people like she is still her case is still unsolved. Her, ca- her case is still on the books. The people who murdered her are still walking around, and they, her soul cannot rest. And they know who it is. And her mother. Oh my God! I listened to her mother's um, when Angela. Um, Angela from the Breakfast Club and Angie Martinez had an mm-hmm. interview with her. I was just, I mean, you can just imagine and just seeing her and how distressed she is. Her baby is dead for no reason. And her killers, nothing is happening. They were on administrative leave and then just got fired. But that's it. It's like, it's all of this for y'all to do, right? They were wrong. And Brianna is dead because of them. And they told her, like, when she, when the mama, when Brianna's mother was saying that they had Brianna in that apartment the whole time, sent her to, sent uh, Brianna's mother to the hospital saying that she had been taken to the hospital when that was not the truth. Like, that, I was just like, y'all had this woman doing the whole runaround because y'all were trying to come up with how y'all were going to fix this. Ew, it's disgusting. It's, disgusting. it's a whole disgusting. It's, it's a disgusting thing, but, like, What's gonna happen? You know, I you know I spoke about this uh, on another podcast. Um, it's about spiritual, and I always believe that what comes around goes around. And like, even though I'm not, I'm not saying I'm not the strongest Christian, but I do follow other faiths. Um, I believe that there's something called um, tenfold, mm-hmm. and whatever you do to somebody will come back on you. It may not come back on them immediately, but it comes back on, like, I don't see nothing good happening for Daniel Cameron anytime too soon. Yeah. Like, until he does what, until he does right. I don't see nothing ever happening right for the cops who killed that young lady. But Yeah, I think we need to see it too because black people have been suffering for so long and I'm just, I'm so sick of white people continuously getting away with brutalizing, raping, torturing, terrorizing us and seemingly living out their lives or having so much empathy and compassion placed on their <coughs> evilness or mistakes mm-hmm. or whatever and it's just like how much of this do we need to endure as black people we're tired like and I you know I don't have any children either but like it I think it hit me hard one day uh, this was right before the riots in Atlanta because I'm normally a person that like you know I like to get out here and my friends and my sister and I we're going to go down to Piedmont Park. And I remember, and I'm not a very anxious person or not mm-hmm. wanting to not do things, but I had an episode where I was like, I don't want to go. I'm, I was actually scared of going outside because I was like, my reasoning was, 
I don't want to get into it with a police officer. I'm out here trying to have this black ebony joy, just trying to sit out here with my black ass friends, my homegirls. We just out here enjoying the park. I just want to sit here and enjoy the park. But I was like, I don't want to have it interrupted by a police officer or a Karen. Like, I don't want to have that. I'm just going to send my black ass at home and just watch some TV and probably sit on the floor if they start shooting outside or whatever. Because you know, I don't want no bullets coming into my house either. But, you know, I'm, I was just like, it's messed up that it's interrupting our lives in this way. We should just be free and we can't be free. And it's because of systemic oppression and overt oppression too. White supremacy. And we're we're tired. I don't want to see any more black people have to having to carry a burden of just being black and being the ones that have to be the martyr for whatever. How many martyrs do how many more martyrs do we need? We know what they're doing to us. It's time for things to change. It is. And you know, I hate to say this. I don't think I don't think of the end of them as a martyr because a martyr is willing to go to their death. True, yeah. I think what these people are, they are statements. Or they are they're not martyrs. But I'm trying to find the right word to turn uh they're definitely victims. But they're that's the word I was looking for. Catalyst. Okay. They're catalysts for a change. They're not martyrs. Again, like how Candace always try to make George Floyd into a uh, say he was a martyr yeah. and he was a flaw. Like, 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 no. Thank you for no, your, no, no. what he called what wouldn't he all say thank you for your um Damn, I can't. I cannot remember the word sacrifice. That was right, not a sacrifice. That was definitely not a sacrifice. <laughs> he would. His death is a catalyst for change. Breonna Taylor's death is a catalyst for change. Sandra Bland's death is a catalyst, uh, catalyst for change. Trayvon Martin's death is a catalyst for change. All these catalysts always happening. And if you learn anything in science, a catalyst is quick, and you have to jump onto it as you get that good spin off. But what what's happening is like we're not taking the catalyst and now that we have taken oh, sorry, we, at, back in the day we were not taking catalyst but now we have taken this catalyst because now we have something to fight against and that, and that head that we're fighting against is Donald Trump and the Republican Party and white people who do not respect us right? and black people who do not see them who do not see themselves but want to hate their own and so that is our catalyst this year and we have done what we're supposed to do. We, we, we went marching, even to our own um, detriment during a pandemic. Right. We we did everything we could. At a certain point, the majority has to realize that they need to change because around the world, what they look like is not the most bright, shining thing. Like, when you have the UN bringing articles against uh, the United States about slavery... Mm-hmm. about reparations about systemic racism that that says something what what don't trump gonna do that oh i'm pulling you oh, we're gonna get ourselves pulled out the u.n then like no because <laughs> if you pull ourselves out the u.n everybody gonna nuke us we'll be open field for taking over and you know you know the one the one demographic that was always held down and hurt but always supported y'all and always came through in the from the beginning mm-hmm. to the end black people we're not going to save you this time. Exactly. Yeah. Because at a certain point, you got to know what it feels to be at the bottom. Yeah. I'm just hoping that we can turn things around and that we don't have to 
continuously like I don't want us to continuously be at the bottom and hopefully 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 with everything that's happening we can change it so I I hope that's all we can do I mean um, again we have a chemical burn as president (laughs) I would love that forever (laughs) (laughs) on this beautiful scap known as America (laughs) right (laughs) The soft baby scat. My God. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Hey, 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 <laughs> That's his new nickname. <laughs> that is so and on, <laughs> on that note, um we're gonna leave we're gonna leave this uh leave this here. I want you to go ahead and jump in and tell us what your next um what your next projects are? Like, what you going to do? Uh, what we going to see you soon in? Okay. Or how, how we going to see you? Well, uh, y'all will see me turning tricks on Lee Street in Atlanta. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> there is a chef room. You can do a whole bag. Okay. If my job don't give me a raise, y'all will see me doing it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so, hopefully later on this year, a few projects that I filmed earlier this year and late last year will start coming mm-hmm. out. And I'm going to be writing a couple of my own projects. And my sister and I have started to put up some pretty funny videos. So we're going to keep that up, too. And uh, it's just going to be a lot of things coming out. My company, Temple Entertainment, I want to start putting out a lot of content with that. And you guys will probably see me popping up on some more podcasts, some more amazing podcasts like yours. And uh, mm-hmm. you will also oh, see you. me on my bi-weekly show, uh, The Platform Speaks with Raheem Brazil 2 coming up soon. And like I said, y'all can find me on all social media platforms, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Jasmine Flowers. And that's J-A-S-M-Y-N-E-F-L-O-W-E-R-S. Y'all go ahead and find me. You know, follow me and let me know because if y'all's pages look interesting, I'm going to tell you, I will follow you back. But if it look like you got like a bunch of money on there. Well, I'm gonna follow you if you got some money because I'm gonna be trying to get in your pocket. Yeah. But you know, if y'all got lame stuff on your page like grass, I'm not following you back. <laughs> Just trying to see. Plus, I'm trying to get my numbers up. <laughs> Love. <Cloud> chasing. Love. <laughs> like, what is she doing? Okay, she. Oh, so she willing to follow uh, Belleville Devoe, but not me. Okay, <laughs> and you can comment on my page as much as you like to. If you have 300 followers, I'm not following you back. <laughs> Keep the comments going. It's engagement, though. <laughs> Listen, I like to tell people the truth. I'm never going to lie to anybody. I may be trash, but at least I'm an honest piece of trash. <laughs> yeah, I never met a uh, dishonest garbage bag. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Look, I'm like, wait, what? I'm, like, I'm trying to, I'm like, I'm not sure I should agree with her. <laughs> I don't think you're trash at all. So, um, so, my electric goddess, I would like to thank you for being on my show tonight. Thank you, you so much for asking me. This has been amazing. I've had a great time. Thank you so much. Oh, no. Th- uh, thank you, because, I mean, like, I think this is the first time you ever heard my voice. I know I sound like uh, Braxton um, from Jane Fox show, Mr. Jennifer King. <laughs> so, I I know you did expect, like, he's so shrill. But, <laughs> thank you. I'm hearing your voice. Yes, because usually I'm like typing, like, <laughs> like sweating and typing at the same time. Let me tell you something how I really feel about this. 
hate Beyonce. You know, like, <laughs> well, I appreciate you, and you always showed love when I had that other show. So I appreciate of course. that. So yeah, of course, of course, of course, and um. Thank you. Just thank you again. And uh, to my audience, thank you for listening. Thank you for coming back for this season. Uh, Thank you for joining me for On the Roll. Again, I'm Kai, and that was Jasmine um, Flowers. And y'all have a great night. Thank you.